This is Photo Biz X, episode number 478, and something different for today's episode. I have recorded a one-on-one coaching call with a Florida-based photographer, a fantastic photographer, who is struggling or did struggle with a recent Facebook ad campaign. She got the leads in, but struggled to convert the right clients and get fantastic sales from those clients. The ad that she was running was for free sessions and a free small print, which is very common and very successful for so many photographers. I saw some holes where I thought she could improve potentially before she gives up on the idea of these Facebook ads. I'm talking about the fabulous Lorena Cora, and that interview slash coaching call is coming up in just a minute. Are you planning to have a successful wedding and portrait photography business? Join Andrew as he interviews successful photographers and business experts to fast track your success. Welcome to the Photo Biz Exposed podcast with your host, Andrew Helmich. Hey, it's Andrew Helmich here from Impact Images and welcome to this different episode of the podcast. This one is especially for you if you have run Facebook ads in the past. You've managed to bring the leads in, but you just haven't converted on those leads or seen great sales from those leads. Or maybe you've felt like you've brought the wrong people in for the free sessions or the giveaway or the discounted sessions that you're offering. Or maybe you felt you didn't work well enough with those leads to make them better clients. Whatever the scenario, I'm hoping today's episode will help you with future Facebook ad campaigns. Before we get into that, if you didn't catch last week's episode with Adam Gray, he is a UK-based studio pet photographer. He's only been in business for 12 months. He's kicking some huge goals, has incredible work just like Lorena does from today's episode, and has created a point of difference for him and his studio by offering studio-specific dog portraits. Funnily enough, Adam is bringing in most of his leads via Facebook ads as well. So get back and have a listen to that one if you haven't heard it. I'm sure you'll find it motivating, encouraging, inspirational, and I'd like to think helpful as well. You're listening to the number one photography business podcast with Andrew Helmich, photobizx.com. Alrighty, we're going to jump into this coaching call with Lorena in just a second. If you are hearing this announcement, it does mean you are listening to the free version of the podcast. Now, what that means is you won't hear the full interview today with Lorena or the full coaching call because I am saving a portion of the second half for premium members only. So if you are enjoying what I'm sharing and Lorena is as well, and you'd like to hear the full episode today, you can do that for as little as $1.00 with a trial membership. It's a 30-day trial membership. There are more details about that at photobizx.com forward slash try. And if you do sign up for that trial membership, you can access the full back catalog, including the full interviews with photographers like Adam Gray, who I interviewed last week, and over 400 other interviews. There is a ton there to go and check out to see if the premium membership is a good fit for you and your business. photobizx.com forward slash try for more details on that. Welcome to another great eye for business. It's time for Andrew's special guest. Hey, it's Andrew Helmich here from PhotoBizX. I have with me today a special guest from Florida. It's a PhotoBizX listener and premium member, Lorena Cora from Florida in the US. And the reason I've asked Lorena at the last minute to come on and allow me to record this is because she sent me a message via Messenger 
it was in regards to the upcoming Facebook lead ad training with John Glazer, and she was asking if it was going to be a good fit for her. And after a little bit of back and forth, it turns out that Lorena has had some, let's say, some issues with a past Facebook ad. They didn't perform the way that she expected and wanted them to. And after a little bit of back and forth, I feel like I can definitely help her with that. And I still think there's a real upside to running these Facebook ads because I could see some areas where it may have been falling down and a few things falling through the cracks where we can improve and pick that up. Now, I'm not suggesting that the Facebook lead ads course for Lorena is a good fit. I don't know that yet. We're going to dive into this. I'm going to treat this like a, a regular coaching call that I've had. I've had a few of these in the, in the past couple of weeks, one with a pet photographer, two with portrait photographers along similar lines. So I thought this would be worth recording. So Lorena, welcome to the podcast and thank you for doing this. Thank you very much for having me, Andrew. It's a pleasure. <laughs> Great. So tell me a little bit about your business and the listener so they can sort of know what you do, where you are, who your client is. I'm a pet photographer. I've been a pet photographer for quite a few years now. I'm based in South Florida, lovely sunny south and hot right now, South Florida. As I said, I'm a pet photographer, been in business for uh, some years, starting like I guess a lot of us do, doing rescue pet photography transitioning to say you know i love rescues let me do a little bit of money so been in professional for two years now and i love it you know it's a great way to enjoy doing uh most of it dogs and uh, have fun at it fantastic and when you photograph the dogs or the pets do you include the family members as well or is it purely the dog if they ask me to, I do, but the majority is just the dogs alone. I do some cats uh, as well, but if the family wants to be in the photos, I do. Okay, fantastic. So for the listener, whatever we talk about from here on in, this will apply to you whether or not you photograph weddings, so you're photographing, say, engagement couples or running ads for engaged couples, or if you're photographing kids or families, this information will apply to you because I'm going to take exactly the same approach to those genres as I will with Lorena and her pet photography. So tell me a little bit about the average sale that you make to your clients. Do you have a dollar value on that, an estimate? Uh, yes, I try to make it between 1000 to 500 per client. Okay, great. And you get that regularly? Uh, no, you know, you have a little bit of everything. I've had my clients that uh, sometimes spend zero, but then you have my the clients that do 500. But between, I would say, the minimum that I've gotten is 500. And so far, the maximum, it's been 3,000, which has been a great day, but the average is 1,500. Okay, fantastic. That's great. And you told me a little bit, and I said in the intro that you've ran a Facebook ad. So it was only the one Facebook ad that you've run so far? Yes, Okay. And tell me about that ad. So it was a competition. So you're giving away a free session and a free print, Correct. which PhotoBizX listeners would be very familiar with. So there's a couple of ways to run these ads. So one is to send potential participants to a landing page, which I love. And that's very, very popular. Another way is to have people upload photos of their dog or their kids or leave a comment in the comments area. And then from there, you can DM them. So there's two different approaches. Both work very well. And of course, there's lead ads as well. We're going to focus on those first two for now. So what type of ad did you run, Lorena? It was one, it was a competition and the clients were supposed to upload a picture of their dog for the competition. And then uh, basically as a comment, uh, upload the dog photo 
And then based on that, I would DM privately, you know, telling them, you know, congratulations, you won uh, part of the competition. Okay. So you weren't taking them at all to a landing page, even once you DM them? It's basically you told them in a DM that they've won. So what was the next step for them? Then the next step from there was I would send them a, a DM message and then from the DM I would get their email address and then I would send them a private email address which was sent from a CRM portal. Okay, and then what was the was that email that you sent for your CRM, is that to actually book them in or to schedule a call or to schedule a session? To schedule a call, to explain them the process and then from them book the session and then, you know, uh, book the session explain them, you know, pricing, and then do the session. Okay, I love that. There's one little thing I would do a little bit differently. I'm going to dive into that in just a second. Tell me about the numbers. Do you remember the numbers? Like how many people actually entered the competition or uploaded photos of their dog? Uh, 40. Okay, so were you happy with that? I would have loved to have more, honestly. <laughs> I would have loved to, to probably have 100. If you wanted, if, uh, at least 100, it would have been great. So maybe I could have dwindled or had more people that I could have selected. Because from 40, obviously, uh, of the 40, once I had the initial consultation phone call, ended up being 10. Okay. All right. Just hang on for one second. So with the 40, you would have liked 100, which I can understand. Was it a big ad spend limit? Do you remember? I didn't do the, the spend limit directly. It was done by someone else. So I don't know exact figure. But I would say it was probably about between $200 and $400. Okay. So one way to increase the number of leads, there's a couple of different ways. One way is to increase your spend limit. So I generally like to run my ads for seven days. Uh, you can run them for longer, but generally seven days is a good number, a good amount of time. And if you f- see the leads are coming in, it's a good idea to bring the budget up, particularly if you can see the ads working, it is okay to reinvest more money. Now, if people are starting a Facebook ad for the very first time, you know, 20 to $40 a day would be a good amount. Certainly you could spend more once it starts working to see that you're actually getting results. So that's one way to increase the number of entrants. The other way to kickstart things, if you're going to do this again, is to have a friend or two actually go in and upload photos of their, their dogs or their kids if you're running a contest for kids or a promotion for kids. Because what often happens with Facebook ads is once someone sees someone else taking the initiative and actually adding a photo... Other people say, okay, this looks good. They think to themselves, this is okay. I can do this. And they get involved. And then once the thing starts gathering momentum, it just takes off. So that's a really good idea to get someone or two people to upload photos and enter the competition, even though they're not going to win. They're just friends helping you out. The other thing that does is help the Facebook algorithm see, okay, this is going to be popular. This is interesting to your followers. We're going to show this to more people. So that's a few different ways to get more people involved straight away. So you had 40 replies or 40 uploads that you were able to DM, and then you sent that DM and lost 30. Correct. Right. And did they tell you why? Um, People get scared when I mentioned to them that once we did the – because I explained the process, how it worked. Okay. Uh, In the – as I said, I had an initial phone consultation with them, and I will explain to them that obviously, yes, they will get a 5 by 7 print, as part of the uh, competition, but if they wanted anything additional, they would be able to purchase photos, uh, albums, wall art as part of the process. 
And they felt that that was like a bait and switch type of deal that I was offering them. And I said, listen, you have no obligation to purchase anything else. But they felt that way. Right. Okay. To me, that is a pretty normal reaction, like to lose a portion of the leads that come in. And if we took the other approach, then let's say you had a link in your ad and you sent people to a landing page, which is a very popular approach to running these Facebook ads. On that landing page, you'll have information about the competition. You'll be collecting some details so people complete a form. And one of the questions that a lot of photographers will ask, and I do the same, is you know if you're selected for one of these free sessions and uh, you had the ability to purchase more, would you be interested in framed wall art or canvases, albums, digital files? And one of the options would be, no, I'm just interested in the free shoot and the free print. So if people select that option, that's automatically a red flag for me. Then They're not going to be chosen for a free session in my competitions. But if they've chosen a wall art, I'm thinking, okay, this is a much better, a warmer lead. I'm going to pursue them. So I think that drop-off that you had, I think that's pretty normal. I would expect that when I'm running a competition or a Facebook ad. You could probably reduce that a little bit if I had a closer look at the messages that you sent or the way you talked about what happens. Because if you build the excitement around the session first before you talk about pricing, that's probably going to help. I'm going to talk more about that in a minute with you and how you looked after the other 10. So you, you end up with 10 warm leads, so people that haven't dropped off. What happens with those 10 people? Uh, of the 10 people, only three decided to do some purchases, which I guess it was okay. It's purchases that I didn't have before. <laughs> sure, okay, but they weren't great purchases. Correct, yeah, they were not what I was expecting, I guess. Uh, you know, I had pretty much each one of them was pretty much about a $500 each. As you know, people say, yo, okay, that's 500 that wasn't part of the yearly sales. Yes, I totally understand. But it was something that I was I was expecting a little bit more. Yeah, that's understandable. So, and if you take out the cost of the ad, the time, managing the ad, all those sort of things, it comes down to a, a pretty low profit. Correct. Right. What happened to the other seven? So you had 10 that came through, you photographed three. Did the other seven, did they just sort of ghost you or did they let you know they're pulling out? No, they decided just to go with a free 5x7 print. Okay, so you actually photographed them, but they only went with Oh, the... yes. Oh, okay, so you photographed yes. them. So you've put in a lot of time. Yes. Oh, okay, that's even worse. Okay, that's what we really want to avoid. Okay, I can understand why you were upset about this promo. Yeah. Okay, so this is the part where I think that photographers could be making the biggest improvements. So tell me about what happens. You have a call with the person after you had an email. Tell me about that call. What happens there? I explained to them, you know, obviously, congratulations. Uh, you're a winner of the competition. You know, how is uh, Ido or Woody, uh, whomever the name of the dog is? But, you know, what do you love the most about your fur baby? Why are you looking to photograph your dog at the moment? What are the uh, special characteristics that you're looking for in the during the photo session? What kind of photos do you look for the most? Uh, obviously, they know I mostly do outdoor sessions. What are the, some of the favorite locations that uh, you like in South Florida? I mentioned I do parks, I can do at the beach, etc. So we talk about that. Based on the information that we decide, yeah, obviously, depending on the time of the year, we say 
early morning, late afternoon. We decide on a date, then we meet. We obviously doing that phone consultation until, you know, I have a list of items that I want to discuss with you. I do photo albums. These are the different prices. I do wall art, you know, acrylics, canvas, you name it, uh, box portfolios, etc. These are my prices. This is the different options that we may have. What I, I noticed that you, you mentioned that you want wall art. Uh, these are the different sizes that I have. Uh, if, if we do a phone consultation, obviously I can do a Zoom. I, I will show them how the different sizes look on the wall, uh, things like that. Okay. Yeah, this sounds great. So do you actually mention actual prices or figures or what people usually spend? Yes, I do. I said, you know, people that have hired me spend an average of 1000 to $1,500, depending on what they're looking for. And then we take it from there. Okay. And then, so with the seven people that dropped out, did you have a feeling on that phone call that they were only interested in the free session and the free print? Not at all. Right. So do you feel they were tricking you? Um, no, I just, you know, only one person because of how young she was. But, you know, young people have money, you know, they love their dog and they may spend money. So, but it was the only one that I was hesitant about, but the other ones I wasn't sure. But, you know, when it happens. Sure. Okay. I'm going to ask you some tough questions now. And this is as much for me as it is for the listener. So did you get the feeling that they didn't like the photos? Did you not capture what they really wanted? No, because I know, I remember one lady, she said, I love the photos. She said, I can't buy anything right now because my mother is in the hospital. And I understand that. I totally respect that. Uh, one other lady, like I said, she wasn't prepared. And I should have known on that one. But again, you know, I can't just say I'm not going to shoot your dog because you're not going to spend any money. I mean, it was part of the competition. The other ones that I did, no, I didn't expect them not to buy anything. I mean, even one of the ladies said, oh, I want to have uh, three different wall art of my dog in my uh, in my wall. So once a day came up there and, and she loved the pictures. I, I, you know, I just didn't understand. Honestly, I did. I was totally in shock. Wow. Okay. All right, so if I was to push you to run another ad, another competition or the same style of thing, one of the biggest things I would do, would I would encourage you not to give away or tell everyone that they're a winner. I would want to have the phone call to be able to qualify that lead before I give that away. So when I run my ads for engaged couples, I'll tell them that they're on the short list. I would love to have a conversation with you, talk about the session and get a feel for if we're a good fit because I've only got five sessions to give away. You know, I can say something like that. I, I never want to tell anyone they're a winner until I've got a really good feeling that they're going to make a purchase because I don't want to go and spend an hour driving to and from the location for Correct. all the things that you did and like you don't want to be doing. Correct. So that's the first thing. You've got to have a way of you, the photographer, getting out of doing this session. If something's, you know, the spidey senses are tingling and you're thinking this isn't a good fit. So that's step one that I would implement that we're missing. Now, with that phone call, that phone conversation, it sounds like you're doing like everything right. There's just something missing. Now, the only thing I can hear that I would like to see you change 
is instead of talking in general terms, is to make it way more personal and way more specific for the client. So as much as you want to treat it like a, a conveyor belt, we can't do that with these potential clients. So I'm going to put myself out on a limb here. We're going to role play. I'm going to be the photographer. Okay. You've entered my competition. Now, I'm going to assume that I've sent you to a questionnaire page first. Right. So I know a few things about you. So I don't know much about you, Lorena. So can you tell me, do you have a partner? Uh, not at the moment. Okay. So, and that's something that I would, well, I would know through the questionnaire. Um, do you have children? Uh, no. No children. Okay. And do you have dogs? Yes. Okay. How many dogs do you have? Two. Okay, what are their names? Tony and TJ. So Tony and TJ, I love it. Okay, Tony and TJ. And what sort of dogs are they? Shih Tzus. Shih Tzus. Okay, so again, this is information that I would have on the questionnaire. Now, you could also ask things like, you know, which town they're based in or what postcode. Um, you can ask too many questions. Like some people are asking things like, you know, what do you do for a job? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think you need to go that far. I don't think you even really need to know necessarily where they live unless you want to make sure that they're close enough um, if they're too far away for you to travel or for them to come to you. Right. So I think we've got enough to go with now. So let's say we schedule a call. And again, this can be done manually. You don't need to have automated software to do this. We schedule a call. Uh, I might, I will probably send, well, I will, I would send you an SMS, a text message before I call you to say that I'm going to be calling you in uh, five minutes. And it's Andrew here from Impact Images. I'm calling about the pet photography session, the competition that you've entered. Okay. You know, just so you know, when you see the number, that it's not some, you know, sales call from a, what do you call it? A spam call. So, okay. So we jump on the call. Um, Hi, Lorena. It's Andrew here from Impact Images. How are you? Hi, Andrew. Good. And you? Good, good. Um, you entered a competition on Facebook to get photos of Tony and TJ, your little shih tzus. Can you tell me a little bit about Tony and TJ? Uh, yes, there is, uh, as you mentioned, uh, my two shih tzus. Tony is eight and TJ is six. They're uh, my two little fur babies. They're totally opposite. Uh, Tony is only muscles and skinny. Uh, TJ looks like a Little corgi mixed with a shih tzu, even though he's a pure shih tzu. (laughs) (laughs) Do they have different personalities? Uh, Yes. Tony thinks he's Napoleon. TJ is scared of his own shadow. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And have you had them since they were puppies? Yes, uh, since puppies, yes. Wow. Are they with you right now? Yes. Okay, awesome. So if we were on a Zoom call, I'd say, hey, can you grab one, Lorena? Can you show me whoever's closest to you? But we don't have to do that right now. If we're just talking on the phone, totally fine. Okay. I love that they're with you right now. So good. Um, do you have to give them treats so they behave themselves while we're talking? Yes. Yes, I do. Anytime there's not a pool, uh, my telephone rings or something, I have to give them treats or they, they start misbehaving. It's like, the, it's like when the, uh, you're in school and the doorbell or uh, the bell rings, everybody goes out the door, the same thing with them. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What are their favorite treats? Oh, anything. They just like anything. (laughs) As long as they're eating. Especially if it's human food. Okay. And tell me about the outdoors. Obviously, you walk the dogs. Where is their favorite place to go? Anything that is outside, that's fine with them, as long as it's uh, not hot. Okay, great. And you live near the beach, am I right? Uh, Not too close to the beach, no. That's about half an hour from where I am. Okay, so is that somewhere they love to go or do you have somewhere closer? Believe it or not, no, they don't like the beach that much. 
Okay, so where do they love to go? I mean, you said anywhere. Oh, just the park, uh, anywhere that's just uh, walking, that's fine. Okay, woods, parkland, anywhere like that. Yeah. Fantastic. Can you tell me, have you ever had photos of the dogs before? Uh, no, not them. Uh, other dogs? You've had dogs in the past? Uh, yeah, I've had dogs in the past, but no, never anything professional. Okay, did you have professional photos of the older dogs as well? No, no. I okay, see so you've never had professional photos of your dogs? No. Wow, okay. Tell me about your home. Like, Do you have photos, family photos on the walls? I have uh, landscape photos, actually. So no photos of the dogs anywhere? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so tell me, if we were to do a photo session, you know, could you see yourself if we got some shots, photos of you walking the dogs, you know, Tony strutting his muscly body in front of little TJ, and, uh, you know, we got those photos of you guys together outside. Is that something you could see on the wall at home? Oh, absolutely. Yeah? Yep, absolutely, yes. Where about, where would you display that? Oh, I put it in my office, uh, in my living room, yep. Nice, nice. And you've had Tony and TJ since they were babies, so they really are like families. Are they always together, or do you spend time with them separately as well? Uh, no, I just spend time with them together. Always together. Okay, so the photos that you would like, uh, are you with them together, or are you thinking just the two dogs? Premium members of PhotoBiz Exposed hear more of the best photography business strategies from every guest. So just to finish off, and I'm going to open it up to you as well if you've got any questions, there's a post by Kim Kuhlman in the PhotoBizX members group at the moment. So we actually had this same conversation, but we didn't record it. Oh, really? Yes, which prompted me to ask you to record this. But she's posted in the group asking for other members to practice making these calls because this is the part that she was worried about. So jump on there as well yourself. If you're listening to this and you remember, jump on that thread and um, team up with another photographer or two. It doesn't have to be in the same genre. As long as you can just have a couple of practice runs through before you call a real client. Perfect. We'll do that. Yeah, I'll check it out. And yeah, absolutely. Listen, anybody out there that wants to practice, please, by all means, shoot me a message. I'm ready to uh, practice every day. <laughs> so good. All right. I'll add links to your website, your social media profiles, Lorena, so people can find you. Massive thanks for agreeing to do this. Is there any other questions that I haven't answered that will help you with your promos? No, thank you very much, Andrew, for having me. It's like, um, uh, like I always say, I'm starstruck because, you know, I love everything that you do for all the photographers out there, not just me. And thank you very much for having me. I appreciate everything. And I, again, a million thanks. Um, John, I'll be listening to your program next week. Oh, fantastic. I mean, that's so good. Well, I'll see you on that live call. Hopefully it's a good hour for you. And let's keep in touch as well. You let me know how you go with your Facebook ads and your phone calls. Keep me posted and um, we can keep everyone updated inside the group as well. Absolutely, yes. I'm probably going to have some questions for you. Awesome. Thanks, Lorena. Thank you very much, Andrew. Have a good one. I hope you enjoyed that interview slash coaching call with Lorena. Lorena, if you are listening, again, thank you so much for allowing me to record our chat. I really am looking forward to seeing you in the Facebook and Instagram lead ads training later this week. And more importantly, I'm looking forward to hearing how you go with your next Facebook ad, with your lead qualification process and how all that plays out. So please, please keep me and other PhotoBizX members posted on how it all goes for you. 
For you, the listener, I do hope you got a ton from what Lorena and I had to share with you today. If you want to see more of Lorena's work, see her work online or connect with her, I've got everything and anything that she mentioned in the show notes, including links to her social media profiles. I've also got examples of her beautiful work. It's all there in that one spot over at photobizx.com forward slash 478. And of course, if you are a premium member, if you've got a follow-up question for Lorena or for me, you can hit us up inside the members Facebook group. And if you just want to say thanks for allowing me and you to share in that conversation, listen in as we had that one-on-one call. I'm sure that Lorena would love to hear that too. Finally, before we close out today's episode, don't forget if you haven't registered for the upcoming Facebook and Instagram lead ads training with John Glazer, it's coming up this week. You've heard me say this over the last few weeks, if you are up to date with the podcast episodes, that John has done incredibly well, like incredibly well with Facebook and Instagram lead ads. He is bringing in over 600 leads per week, which is phenomenal to even think about. Obviously, you don't need to be spending the same that he is if you don't need to bring in the same kind of lead numbers that he is bringing in for his two studios and multiple shooters. He runs a high volume studio, so don't be scared off by those numbers. I'm not suggesting, and neither will John, that you need to be doing exactly what he's doing in regards to lead numbers, but he's going to show you how much his leads cost, what you should be spending on your leads, how to qualify your leads more of what I talked about with Lorena, and why bringing in leads, no matter what quality you might feel they are in the beginning, is a great way to build your photography business. And of course, John is going to go into the back end of the ads manager, show you how to construct and set up your lead ads for both Instagram and Facebook, how to set up your lead forms, how to interpret the numbers. He is going to go into anything and everything that you might need to set up and run your very own successful lead ads on both Facebook and Instagram. More details about that and to register are at photobizx.com forward slash lead ads. If you do register before the live training this week, you'll get access to the live training, the standalone course and the recording that's going to come afterwards all for $197. And the price goes up to $297 immediately after the live training has been delivered by John. So again, if you'd like more details about what's included, a bit more about John and his background, head over to photobizx.com forward slash lead ads. I'm looking forward to seeing you there with Lorena later this week. Alrighty, that is it for this episode of the podcast. I hope you got a ton from what Lorena and I had to share with you. Thanks again to Lorena for allowing me to record that session. Looking forward to seeing you in the lead ads training later this week if you are going to be a part of that. Otherwise, I'll catch you inside the members Facebook group if you're a premium member. And you should be if you're not. Alrighty, have a great week. Stay safe, healthy and well and I will talk to you soon. Bye for now. If you have enjoyed this episode, head to photobizx.com. Join the conversation, leave a comment and share your thoughts on the interview with Andrew and today's special guest. 